0: Hello, welcome to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. We start off this week's episode on a bit of a somber note. If you have been following the podcast week to week, you would know that last week, our recording was snuffed out in its prime by the Futurama variant. This thing has been sweeping the nation, nay the world, with its broomstick of COVID bacteria. It got a Serbian tennis player kicked out of the country. When will this madness end? I can only hope, I can only pray. That today's big episode, that today's big get. Aussie comedy legend, Karl Baron, Will not be snuffed out by the Futurama variant. And that you will get to hear the entire three hour in depth interview where I talk to him about everything about uh from his stand up to Manny Lewis to his stand up again. I can only hope, I can only pray, and I hope you are all doing well these days. But one person who isn't doing well these days is a a man a man by the a man by the name of uh B- Bobby. Bobby Saggy. Now, Bobby Saggy is a comedian, and it always feels like you lost one in your band of brothers when you lose a comedian. And I personally never met Bobby Saggy of The Fool, of The Fool House, House of Fools, but uh, I I felt like I knew him each and every week when I would watch House of House of Fool. And he would be... He will be the dad. He would be the the dad man. And he would sit down the Olsen twins and he would say... You have to eat your vegetables. And then the Olsen twins would say... You got it dude. And then Uncle Jesse would come in and he says... I'm a rockin' dude. I ride a motorcycle. I play guitar. Look at my hair. I'm friends with the Beach Boys. And I felt like I knew everyone there, I especially thought I knew Bobby Saggy that wasn't until I watched you stand up and I tell you something Bobby Sag's stand Bobby Sag's stand up it's a little bit out there it's a little bit rude it's a it's a little bit no no naughty and I'm like what <laughs> what the dad from the dad from house of fools shouldn't be talking like this what did he say? What did he say about Uncle Joey? What did he say about Dave Coulier? Man who plays Uncle Joey? Come up to him and and, and grab his rear? But on House of fool, he was a heterosexual man. Bobby Sag's stand trying to imply that he is in fact a homosexual man. That he would walk up to Bobby Sag and, and, and squinch his little butt butt. And for me, that was crazy. I felt like I, betray, I was betrayed. Cut to many, many years later when I found out that Bobby Sack died. And I felt betrayed once more. Because he was meant to live and keep living like all comedians. But not just that. Keep living until he circled back around to being the House of Fool dad again. And I, I ain't talking about House of Fuller. I'm talking about the actual house of fool. And it's always very sad when a comedian dies and it's really sad when famous person die. Um... My lawn's getting cut right now. Uh... Much like how Bob Sag's life was cut short. It was a very sad time. Probably snuffed out by the Futurama variant. I can't say for certain. And if Joe Rogan's taught us anything is that a podcast is not a place to spread misinformation. It's a place to spread the truth. Or at least the subjective truth. Whoa, that thing's loud. Whoa, they couldn't have picked a better time to cut the lawn. Oh, there we go. Alright. Alright. Well, here's today's show with Karl Barron. Let's hope it's not snuffed out by the Futurama variant. Let's destroy comedy, let's make dance today. A move of a poetry, time to destroy comedy. It's a military night, and the lounge, ready to make giving. Your eyes gown, set the door window, there in a train, don't stop with your Well, I don't know what's happened with the recording. It's, it's, I can't find it. It's, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to it. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what right now. It was the Futurama variant. It was the Futurama variant once again. Can't believe it. I can't believe it. Two two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. (sighs) This thing's a menace. And Carl Barron too. Carl Barron. When I think of people who are barren. I do not think of Carl Baron because he is fertile with laughter. I'm just going to have to go ahead and slap on an old Hammercat recording for the week once again. Because that's still around. At least. Here we go. Let's go back to 2017 with Hammercat.
1: Rec- Recording. I'm a pizza man. I'm a pizza man.
0: Pizza,
2: pizza, pasta and...
1: What goes well with pasta? Garlic bread. Garlic yeah. bread. Gaelic
2: bread. Gaelic bread.
1: Gaelic bread.
2: You gets a bit of the Irish, bit of the Italian.
1: That's a... Uh, oh, that's a... Uh, that's uh, a... That's, that's, uh,
2: Multiculturalism.
1: Multicultural.
2: It's what Melbourne's all about.
1: The Irish and the... Got to get that get Boston for you.
2: Get those Roman Catholics in there, get them together, <laughs> swash them around a bit in your mouth like mm. a fine wine, and then spit it
1: out. Fine
3: wine.
1: Anyway, welcome to Hammercat episode eleven.
2: An well, 11 it's a new episode of Hammercat. It's the second episode of our new format, mm-hmm. but the eleventh episode overall. Yep. You can go to our mixed cloud. And download previous episodes. Yep. Where we do lots of sketches and scampshes. Mm.
3: Yep. Yeah, little skit bits.
2: Skits spits.
1: I
3: guess. Oh. Nine yeah. eleven audio. Yeah,
1: that was that yeah. was interesting. Lots <laughs>
2: lots of offensive material, so
1: offensive, but like you know, you learn something from it.
2: Yeah, it's satirical. Yeah. I always have to yell to get my point across because people don't get it.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. Calm down, Lewis Black.
2: <laughs> I, I'm I'm anger from inside out, yeah. girl. I <laughs> can't remember anything he says in that movie, but I'm mad.
1: Hey hey guys, how's it going? I'm I'm Lewis Black.
2: Lewis, you don't sound like Lewis Black.
1: Well, you know, I did I did get into comedy when I was middle age but I realised after I started yelling that my comedy got better and people started paying attention to me.
2: So this is what you sound like normally?
1: Yeah, it's just my resting voice.
2: That's It's a s- smart decision, you know? You have your uh, on-screen persona, and then you have your off-screen, you know, your real-life persona. Like Gilbert Gottfried.
3: Ugh. Yeah. You know, he doesn't sound like that all the time.
1: Yeah, you couldn't keep that up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Thanks, Lewis. Yeah, that's walk walking out
2: sound effect. Yep.
1: Um... Well that was interesting. He's like, Lewis Black
2: is a, a minotaur. <laughs> he's like no not a minotaur, a cent- centaur. centaur. <laughs> he's like <laughs> <laughs> He's got
3: You know, he's always sitting down.
2: That's true, I've never yeah. seen Lewis Black
1: stand up. They only sh- and they only record him from like the like the very like in front, like the very front facing camera. Yeah, yeah. It's never like a side or profile view. That's interesting.
2: Mm. Lewis Black is a centaur. Mm.
3: Christ, I always knew it.
2: Yeah. Conspiracy Corner.
1: Here in Hollywood, people discriminate against centaurs.
3: Who doesn't Hollywood discriminate against?
2: That's true. Centaurs, minotaurs, kelpies, Asians. All sorts of mythical creatures that don't exist in real life.
1: Yeah, that's why they got Scarlett Johansson to play that. Yeah. Play an Asian character like Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> so they couldn't find any Asians.
2: Yeah, because yeah, obviously they don't exist. Yeah, And don't... people won't watch them on screen. Yeah. Without yeah. violently throwing up, apparently. That's what Hollywood thinks.
1: Yeah.
3: I think it's just so great. Because now, Japanese girls, they can watch something like Ghost in the Shell. And they can all dream. Aspire. To grow up to be Scarlett Johansson.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's really what you want from society, don't you? Yep. It's like um Yeah,
2: everyone wants to grow up and be a white woman.
1: Yeah. Especially Asian kids.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm.
2: I just realized we're recording next to a whole bunch of kids, so this will probably come out on the mic. Could probably hear all Oh the-
1: yeah, the next door there's um yeah, there's a radio show where one well, is Kids Dungeon. Yeah, no, no, no kids' dungeon.
3: We're actually recording this at the Triple J Studios, and they yeah. have got sex dungeons.
1: No, they
2: don't.
3: Filled with little <laughs>
1: no,
2: kids. It's, no, they don't. It's, it's
3: really bad. It
2: Mith Warhurst is known for her sex
1: dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like It's okay. It's work
3: experience. Richard Kingsmill is just going okay. No, a, more a whole to... bunch of 12 year olds. <laughs> guys. I'm
1: just okay. Okay. Oh,
3: what is Zanro doing? Oh my God!
1: It's work oh, ex- work oh, experiences oh, going on next door. Oh, Linda Mariano. That's why they have a bunch of kids doing? in the studio. That's you, why you Tom can hear. Tilly!
3: It. Tom Tilly, Tom Tilly, stop don't, it! Don't listen to Ross. Stop Ross
1: is just being. St- oh God.
2: Yeah, so if you hear kids... Ben
3: and Liam, what are you guys doing?
2: If you hear kids in the background, it's not anything weird. Yeah, it's... it's And we apologise for the...
1: Definitely not sex dungeons.
2: Noise pollution and, yeah, yeah, no sex dungeons. Yeah. But anyway, comedy. Comedy. I hate kids.
3: I really want to murder kids.
2: Ross, we told you... No murdering kids until you're twenty five.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. still underage.
2: Still underage. Yeah. I mean, me and David can murder kids.
1: I mean, you know, it's not that great. I mean, like once you can, you just uh, I mean once you, you, you get lose interest. You're never
2: gonna recapture that first killing, so why? Yeah. It's like that's 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 the problem.
1: I mean, I murdered kid kids when I was a kid, so I started pretty early, you know.
2: Oh, you were before you were twenty five.
1: Yeah, I was a kid. I was still a kid. You yeah, know, I kinda Kind of, like, ruined a bit of my A kid my killing childhood, A you know? kid-killing kid. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my dad was all very into killing kids, and I remember he gave me my first taste of killing kids. Oh, really? So yeah. you started early, too. I started pretty early, so... Yeah. Did he
2: kill you, Ross?
3: No, he killed some kids across the street. Oh, you know, okay. You know what I mean? Because uh, you, you would have been
2: a kid at the time, so he was oh, like killing... Oh, Yeah, he yeah,
3: still,
1: still playing kids Pokemon like six, and five. stuff. Yeah. Did, you, did you get their stuff? Huh?
2: Yeah, did he did he steal their stuff after he well, killed they were them? Well,
3: six and five-year-olds, and I was 12, so they, they had no use for me, but there's no use for their stuff.
2: <coughs> you could have donated it to charity for yeah, you know, don- un- you know, unfortunate kids. Yeah, could have
1: come out of that, you know?
2: Yeah, for little needy kids. Yeah,
3: but then we would have just wanted to kill them, so.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Just to get things straight, were they, like, rich kids or poor kids?
3: Poor kids, of course.
1: Ah, Come
2: on. So you're saying you can't kill rich kids? Yeah, because they're rich.
3: <laughs> You'll ruin your chances of uh climbing up the ladder of uh... society. Yeah. <coughs>
1: yeah, I guess it's it's pretty hard with like, you know, society being structured this way. I mean, we we can only kill kids from a from the same class as us. Mm. That's how we move up in society. So you see any rich people, they've killed a shitload of kids.
2: Yeah I yeah. think that's how it works
1: That's how it works That's how they climb society I mean if you're like If you're a kid Born into a rich family You're, you're a great granddaddy
2: Trump must have killed A lot of kids Oh
1: shit his, Yeah and his parents Must have killed A his lot of kids His dad must have killed A lot of like kids Like a mountain of kids
2: He's got a mountain of kids In the White House right now
1: Yeah So many poor kids And then they work their way Up to middle class kids Rich kids Yeah
2: He could he could build the wall Out of dead kid bodies
3: He won't, though. Yeah. Lousy communist. Yeah. Trump's a communist.
2: Wait, Ross, I I think you're thinking of Bernie Sanders.
3: No, that's Obama.
2: (laughs) Wait, Obama and Bernie Sanders are the same person? Yes. Okay.
3: And Obama's Bill Clinton.
2: (laughs) So you're saying every Democratic leader is just the same person?
3: Yeah, talking about Jimmy Carter. Who are you talking about? (laughs) He's going back (laughs) further.
2: Um, is JFK the same person as Obama?
3: No, that's dumb.
2: But he was a Democrat. But JFK Mm.
3: was most definitely the same person as Hillary Clinton. (laughs) I I
2: don't don't see the logic here. (laughs) I
3: don't get it either.
2: But anyway... Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, the point is, if you want to climb the ladder of society, you've got to kill a bunch of poor kids.
2: Yep. That's just the way the world works, unfortunately. Yeah, it's and there's nothing
1: we can do about it. No.
3: We could not kill them. I don't know. Yeah,
2: but then you'd never get any money.
3: Yeah. Well, hey, you know
2: you know what I just realised? Uncle Phil from um, Fresh Prince must have killed a lot of kids to get that nice house in Beverly Hills.
1: Oh shit! He must have killed. Not Beverly
2: Hills, Bel Air. Duh, it's (laughs) in the title. It's in the bloody. It's in the bloody title.
1: It all. Yeah. Yo, man, so many kids.
2: And like, even. Like Richie Rich's parents would have killed a lot of kids, and then they have kids in their house because the movie's a kids movie.
1: Oh, do you reckon Richie Rich's mansion was like a? Like they go to McDonald's and stuff, and they'll go to these cool toys and gadgets. They you attract reckon they kids. kids there to they kill lure them?
2: kids there to kill them. Oh man,
1: that's dark. Why didn't they cover that in the movie?
2: because
3: um, it's dark.
2: My 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 view of that movie is forever changed.
3: You know, Richie Rich probably grew up being a meth addict, right?
2: Yeah, I I'd, I'd say that's pretty accurate.
3: Just freaking hit up on some meth. Oh, my parents never taught me boundaries. I had too much money. Oh, I helicopter everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to go to crack dens and just suck off a whole bunch of horses. Get some sweet, sweet angel dust. Oh. I have a McDonald's inside a KFC, inside a a, a Burger King, inside a a Subway, inside my mansion. Because I just had too much money and not enough resources. Too much resources for for me to say yes, not enough to say no. I was never taught, I was never taught that sometimes you don't get the things you want in life. So now I'm stuck here chasing the white dragon, trying to feel something again in my life. But now I'm just sucking off horses.
2: Macaulay Culkin in the studio, everyone. Thanks for coming in,
1: Macaulay. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going?
3: Let me tell you something. Pizza Underground.
2: Yeah, w- we've heard of your uh, Velvet Underground cover band.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like, uh, I really like the pun. It's very clever.
3: Yeah, because instead of velvet, it's pizza.
2: Mm. Yep, we get it. Yeah. How's your crack addiction going?
3: I'm almost dead.
2: Macaulay Culkin, everybody. Just died in the studio.
3: And hey, Richie Rich was a documentary set in real time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is Richie Rich the same person as
1: Obama?
3: He's the same person as Casper, the friendly ghost. Oh, shit.
1: That's Do you that's, Casper was like a, a... That's a different actor.
3: In the comic books, though.
2: Were n't they friends in the comic books? How could they be the same? Richie person? Rich and Casper. They yeah, didn't they the do same a, universe? didn't they do a crossover? No.
3: Don't C- know.
1: Maybe don't Casper know. was one of the kids his parents killed.
2: Yeah. And that's why he was haunting Richie Rich, but then they became friends.
3: It's really sad to think about.
2: This is too like this is too dark. Yeah. We gone we 've done some dark shit on this show, but.
1: You know, I guess, I guess, you know, everyone, you know, like the moral, I don't think there's a moral, this is happening. Um, killing kids, killing poor kids is bad, but.
3: Sometimes you gotta break a few poor kid eggs to make a rich man omelet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, society.
2: Speaking of eggs, I'm pretty hungry. You guys want to get some food?
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you feel like? Something with eggs in it?
2: Um. No, I don't really like eggs.
3: Whoa, hoo, hoo, I'm Eggman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Fucking Eggman! Jesus, you Humpty Dumpty looking motherfucker!
3: Ho, ho, I'm Eggman. Yeah, I heard you boys wanted some eggs.
2: Not. I mean, not, not from you, Eggman. Now we just we
1: just we just mentioned eggs.
2: Yeah, like not particularly. Yeah.
3: Ho, always appear when when someone mentions eggs
1: um h- how do we make you disappear
3: just say the magic words
1: what are, what are the magic words Eggman?
3: jewish people control the media
2: Gee, oh, i'm not i'm not we're not gonna say that i don't know we're gonna say that <laughs> um <coughs> oh shit
3: so what, are we,
1: we
2: gonna how, we do, how are we gonna get which,
3: we it? just stuck with this guy
2: um, listen, Eggman, um, we appreciate you—you know—helping help us, us out. Um, but you know, we were thinking of getting something else other than eggs.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if you wanna.
3: I heard you say eggs. Woohoo! I'm Eggman. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Um, what do you what do you do in your free time, Eggman?
3: I just make a whole bunch of eggs, slap it on my body, and go woohoo! Look at me, I'm Eggman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You just
2: rub rub eggs all over your body?
3: I say, come over here, wifey, slap a big old egg on my face. Let it dribble all over my face. Woohoo, I'm Eggman
2: <laughs> oh. Eggman, if I like tapped you on the head with a spoon, would it break open and I could drink your insides?
3: Please don't do that. Woohoo, I'm Eggman
1: Eggman, if I threw you in a vat of hot boiling water Would I be able to like, you know, cracker up in your skin and peel it off and and, and it, it, you know, eat take a big insights. bite out of you like a nice hard-boiled egg
3: please don't do that i'm Eggman. Woohoo!
1: what about
2: if we like cut off your the top of your head and then dip dip toast in it in, oh that's you nice. know that's you know
1: you're really making me want to eat eggs now Yeah, I, th-
2: I think I changed my mind I think we all Your have You boys eggs. ever
3: watched the Bob Crane sex tape?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eggman The, y-
3: the whole video of, of Bob Crane having sex And having, and being, uh, having a skull caved in <laughs> In the back of the head with a pipe
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, uh,
3: where, How do you know about this stuff? I was there. You I was watching the whole time. Woohoo! I'm Eggman.
2: What? I thought you just like cooked eggs.
3: I I, I also like watching Star of Hogan's Heroes, making home sex videos. Really <laughs> aggressive, rough stuff.
2: Eggman, I don't even know what to say to you right now. We we were we were perfectly happy to eat your eggs, and now. Yeah, now i we kinda, lost our appetite. put off a bit now. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just best for everyone if you leave.
1: We can't leave. We have to say the thing. <sighs> <laughs> 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 oh, no. It's getting super anxious now. Uh, I can't. Oh. I,
2: we can't say it.
3: It's like, oh, God's sake, I'll say it. Jews control the... Whoa, I didn't know you were actually going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> to, be, to be truthful, you can't say anything to make me disappear.
2: Oh, uh, what? Uh, what?
3: Except that. Okay, I'm leaving. But woo, I'm Eggman.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, thank guys. Oh, yeah, again with the walking sound effect. <laughs> the unnecessary walking away sound effect. <laughs>
1: that's just how people sound when they walk out of the studio
2: yeah look uh, I'm going to demonstrate for everyone I'm walking away from the microphone right now
1: notice how the 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 okay I also walked away to to demonstrate how how here's
3: Here's how I walk
1: Ross is a big boy yeah
2: he's also wearing gigantic boots yeah Doc Martens because he's a neo-nazi
3: I am not a neo-Nazi. Ross, from
2: last episode to this episode, you've shaved your head, got a swastika tattoo, and bought a pair of Doc Martins.
3: It's because I got so drunk the other night. All my friends did this as a joke. Yeah. I don't think it was a funny joke, but they thought it was you funny.
2: You should get new friends. I don't sound like very nice people.
1: I don't think your mum would like it either. Nah. <laughs> Thank God she's not here. Yeah, she's not here at all. <laughs> but we
2: could call her.
3: Please don't.
2: <laughs> beep, boop beep, boop, boop, ring, ring,
1: ring, ring. Oi, vey, hello?
2: Hi, Miss, hi Mrs. Birdie. Who's this? We're here. It's James from Hammercat. Uh, David, oh, hello, James. David Ross and I are in the, in the studio.
1: Hey, how's it going, Miss Miss Ross? <laughs>
2: Mrs. Ross, and uh, yeah, we we just wanted to know if you knew Ross had joined a neo-Nazi cult, and uh,
3: what?
1: What are you doing, Ross?
2: Especially because you're an old Jewish woman, we just wanted to you know, we just wanted to let you know. Is this
1: a joke? Is this one of your silly jokes? (laughs) No,
2: I think it's very funny. Oh, oh, you think our comedy's funny? Yeah, it's very ironic and satirical. That's very flattering, Ross. Even your your mum thinks we're funny. Surely, uh, surely we can get.
3: She likes Becca though.
2: Becca's horse. It's Becca's really
1: amazing good, show. It's a really good show. I have it playing on, on the telly, on the telly all like twenty four seven. Got a de- Ted, dedicated TV for Becca.
2: Ted Danson. He's so cool.
1: Yeah, he's really a handsome fella. My favorite character is the blind guy at the
3: bar. Jake. Yes, Mom, I know. Your favorite character <laughs> in *Beggar* is the blind guy in, in the bar. time <laughs> uh, All right.
0: Thank you for listening to today's show. This has been... Ross Purdy destroys comedy. What would have been Kyle Barron destroys comedy if not snuffed out by the Futurama variant. And instead... Another hammer cat. Uh, Lost archival recording from the year 2017. The far ago year of 2017. Where COVID wasn't even a glint in the testicle of bacteria. I'm excited to announce that Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy is going live for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So each weekend of the festival... We'll be on at the Lantern Lounge at Smith Street in Collingwood at 5 p.m. with special guests. It's gonna be like the podcast but live, and there's many surprises are waiting to happen. Along with that, for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'm bringing a brand new solo show. It's my fifth show. It's my number five show, and that's like mumbo number five and i'm doing a lou baker of a show called hey hey it's doomsday character comedy sketch show madness late at night so get ready to 420 some bath salts and just open up the third eye to your butthole and just let's get crazy dumb that will be at storyville on Lonsdale Street, and as well as ...Bards... a pick a pick there, yeah. Bods Bods a-, p- a pick a pick a a pick a fairy. Yeah, I can't speak. Just look out, ComedyFestival.com.au. Tickets will be on sale for all the dates and times and venues. And also, we're doing the late night party boys cashing in favours variety hour. Preface's Runtime, 90 Minutes. Atlantan Lounge, where me and my glitter Party Boys cohort, Damien Vosk, are doing it ag- again. We're bringing the band back together. We're doing another crazy late-night variety show. So, Friday and Saturday at 11.15, for the first two weeks, then... On the third week, we're on a Thursday as well as Friday and Saturday. A Thursday, late night, Thursday night, just in preparation for the Good Friday the next day. And when I say Good Friday, I mean capital letters, dotted line Good Friday. I'm talking good music Good Friday. I'm talking Yeezy. I'm talking Yeezy Good Friday. You can keep all up to date with all that stuff on my Facebook page, Ross Purdy destroys comedy, or my Twitter page, destroy at destroy comedy, or my Instagram at Ross Purdy will destroy comedy, as well as keeping up to date with some videos that I will continue to be making. That online content, that sweet online content. YouTube, Ross Purdy destroys comedy, or TikTok. Ross Purdy destroy comedy as well as if you want to (sighs) just Got a couple coins that you just want to throw it away of just a hungry artist just a hungry artist with some Attention and food you can go on to my patreon at Ross Purdy Destroys comedy And you can You can subscribe to one of the tiers, you can go for $1 a month, $3 a month, or the super mega elite $20 a month. And you'll get exclusive content, exclusive behind the scenes stuff, some uh, podcasts, some exclusive bonus podcasts, some early release of podcasts, all sorts of Great, wonderful stuff that you can check out there. Tune in again next week for another Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Hopefully, it will not be snuffed out by the Futurama variant.